Hey everyone, this is Cody Turner, and you are listening to the fourth installment of the Party in the Storm series on Tent Talks. The Party in the Storm series is comprised of more informal episodes in which I talk with close friends and family, typically over a glass of liquor. In this episode, I speak with my childhood friend Haley Ahouse over a bottle of Captain Morgan's spiced rum. Haley and I discuss many things here. We talk about our friendship, what it was like to grow up together in Connecticut, we talk a lot about Haley's life, in particular her relationship with her grandmother and her newborn son, Leo, who is now five months old. And as you'll hear, the podcast really is an emotional roller coaster. We slowly become more inebriated as the podcast progresses, and there are times when we are serious in the episode, times when we are silly, and times when we get very emotional and actually shed some tears on air. So, fasten your seatbelts, for I now present to you, Haley a house. Welcome to Tent Talks on the Shelter from the Storm Podcast Network, a place to talk the rain away with your host, Cody Turner. It's storm coming, Mr. Wayne. All right, here we are. After th- after three takes, I'm here with my childhood friend, Haley Ahouse. We're partying the storm number four, baby. Let's go. Ready. What are we drinking? I told myself that in every Party of the Storm episode, I'd say what we're drinking. So we're drinking Captain Morgan Original Spiced Rum. We're drinking Dubra. <laughs> What's that? What? It's like the shittiest type of vodka you could possibly drink. Oh, really? It's like when you were in high school and you couldn't afford anything, you would drink Dubra. And it's actually, it tastes like rubbing alcohol. And it's actually mm-hmm. the stuff that restaurants use to clean their silverware. Yum. But it was like thirteen dollars for something this size that we're drinking. Wow. Yeah. No, yeah, we're not. Disgusting. We're not messing around with that shit. Yeah, we're, that we was are. So gross. We're drinking in luxury tonight. Captain Morgan's original spiced. I was actually talking to um, Ian, my fiance. I was actually talking to him about how, or his mom asked me. Because she found a water bottle full of alcohol in her freezer. And um, she was like saying that she went to go get a drink of water or something, add water to her coffee and she wanted filtered water. So she like was looking around and found something in the freezer and uh, it wasn't frozen. So she thought someone had just put like a bottle of water in the freezer. Mm-hmm. And she went to drink it, and it was, like, straight alcohol, and she was, like... Gotta stay hydrated. Yeah, but she was, like, who does this? Like, who puts alcohol in a water bottle? And I was, like, so weirded out by it, and I'm, like, I feel like every teen does that. Like, (laughs) for the mere sake of them not getting caught, they put it in a water bottle, so no one suspects anything. Yeah, no, we did that in college, like, last day of classes when everyone would just go drinking. Everyone would just have their water bottles. Hey, officer, how you doing? Hot yeah, day she, out, right? She, she was like, Ian, is it, is it your younger brother? Like, his younger, his youngest brother just turned 19. Yeah. She's like, was it him? And Ian, Ian was like, Mom, I did the same shit. So, like, if it isn't, like, it's in past their generation. So, everyone did it. So, uh, I want to talk about uh, your pregnancy, your new job. But first, just let's talk about... For the about, third time. For the third time. Yeah, for the listeners, we've recorded two takes of this. And this is our final third take, which will be the actual podcast. Let's see him on that. Of- <laughs> <laughs> Last time I'm like, oh, there's okay, some Okay, <laughs> am I going to hold my breath till I fucking get a notification on my phone? No, no, no. The billions I'm- of people will, will hear this. But let's talk about our relationship and our history. 
So first of all, introduce I yourself. Hope this Who are will, you? I hope this will be easier though. For it being the third time. No, yeah, I'm will. hoping that this is easier. It'll be organic. A hell of a lot easier than the first time yeah. we were trying <laughs> to hard? find. The first time we were just trying to find the most appropriate adjectives to describe each other. I'm hoping so the third many. time it'll be, we'll, we'll get it. So what was your question? Uh, well, first, just introduce yourself. Who is this mysterious lady that the p- listeners are listening to? And then let's just briefly talk about our friendship. It's a girl. Uh, could you call it a friendship? What? Are we friends? Yeah. Acquaintances? Ew, you're so gross. <laughs> Who are you? you? <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. Um, you know, let's just delve into, like, the most sensitive part of this whole relationship. There's so have. much. There's so, <laughs> so much. For you to even start let's start at the like beginning. That. Where do we meet? All right. By the way, my name's Haley Ahouse. Don't follow me on social media because I don't accept. Right now, I'm, in a, I'm a teacher, so I don't follow anyone that I don't know. But anyways... Haley House <laughs> met Cody um, at the Rumsey Hall School. Well, I said that because my my Instagram used to be public, mm-hmm. and then when I started teaching, I had to like make it private. So now I used to accept everyone, and now I don't. But I met Cody at the Rumsey Hall School. We both started. Well, he started going there in fourth grade. I went there in fifth grade, which is where we met. Um, Immediately fell in love. Oh no, we fell in love in sixth grade. When did we fall yeah. in love? Well, first of all, I feel like when you say you found love, it it that that in, indicates a extensive amount of time, mm. and this is definitely not the situation with us. And well, it, also, it, it, it was also, a short but intense. It's also romance. it's also so the intensity is so insig- worth emphasizing. It's also so insignificant our romantic relationship in quotation marks to you. It I think was, about it every so, day. It's so insignificant that. I wouldn't even dare. I don't, I don't even know if Ian knows that you and I have technically dated. You haven't told you it? Cody, it was, it was that insignificant to me. <laughs> like, it's, the memory is so... I still cry over it every the, night. The memory is so vivid, though. Like, you know, when right. we started dating, all that's so vivid to me. Mm-hmm. Just because to think about how you and I started dating versus social media now. Yeah. Like, we had our own website. Oh, yeah. What was our we, website? Freewebs? Free wet. Free. Holy shit. Wait, free what webs. Was yours? Is Cody that Sell the King. Cody Sell the King. What was yours? I have no idea. And then, and Rachel Hetson's was that was the free website that everyone went on. That was the most popular that's one. That's the one you asked me out on. Yeah. I don't remember so what for the called. okay, so for the listeners, there's this site called freewebs.com where you could just make your own website. And when we're in middle school, like sixth grade, everyone in our grade was just obsessed with creating their own free websites, and we'd all create our own sites and go into each it's other's like, sites. It's like Wix. I don't even know what that is. Uh, Wix, I don't know. It's on every YouTube ad, but it's on TV too. Oh yeah, I think Wix is like where you can create your own website. There was something about this like formation, this this uh, social media platform that and there's a discussion board. It was like board. AIM. Yeah. But it was only a discussion board. Like we never posted on it. There was no. It wasn't Twitter. It was like. It was a discussion. And it board. wasn't even the same format as AIM. Right. It had like something totally different to it. I don't. I don't. I, ba- I barely remember to some extent. Like I don't remember what it looked like, but the but it was structure very... of the platform was everyone had a screen name, you know, like a name, and everyone would type to each other in it. Yeah, and that's when I. That's where I asked you out. That's the platform in which I asked you out. Yeah. For the world to see. Yeah, but that's the thing: is anything you wrote was able to be seen by by everyone, everyone. who had access to that page. 
What's oh, what was Rachel's? So like, I'm trying to think of the name of her website. Wait, it's really easy. Oh my away. god, um, Red Sox sock no. or something. Oh, what was it? Uh, that sounds familiar. That was a different one. No, the, oh, we're gonna have to. I, I'm gonna have to reach. I haven't talked to Rachel in years. I'm gonna have to reach out to her. I, know, I need to get to the bottom of this whole mess. Do you know when you know you feel like it's on the tip of your tongue? Yeah, it, it is. It is, and I for some <sighs> part I feel like there's a rocks jet. my socks. Rocks my is that socks. It? Rocks my socks. Yes. Freewebs.com slash rocks my socks. Oh Any my listeners God. go on. See, I know it's socks. I knew there was, was something like S-O- when you said red socks. I was yeah, like, yeah. there's definitely something. S O X, socks is no, it's rocks. R O X my. Don't go so, to it. Yeah, no, it's gonna go. Yeah, to this. Don't go to it. Like, it's probably not even. Okay, but anyways, sorry. that's where we we're met. Derail. Well, that's not where we met. Sorry, that's where Cody asked me out. We met yeah. when I came to Rome in the fifth grade, <clears> and I, I don't even remember when I told you this for the first time. Like my vivid first memory of you. But, oh, like, God. Cody was always this tall, lanky kid that was really quiet and, no, no. like, you know, hung out with the popular kids, but, like, wasn't that, he wasn't the one, not that you weren't a leader, but, like, you definitely kind of, like, hung out in the back and were just, like, super chill. No, this is, your this is a it's gross also, misrepresentation fifth, of my also, social status. It's also fifth grade. You weren't super chill, but, like, no, no, but you were in the popular group, absolutely. Thank you. Without a doubt. Thank you. But you were you just have a very quiet demeanor. So Okay, that's fair. Just that's delete fair. the part where I was kind of insulting. I'll say no no no. This is all going on the podcast. None of this is gonna happen. No, fucking delete it. <laughs> delete it. Um but anyways, I could So it was love it. You're you're saying quiet. that it was love at first sight when you saw me in the corner. No, we had just we had definitely interacted a bunch of times because we had the same friends. Like that's what I fucking cherish about that school, is that like that same friend group we all had, like, still stays in contact. Mm-hmm. But, so we were in the same, like, friend group. And then we all, in sixth grade, started going on this, like, free webs. And we all talked to each other. We'd all stay up so late on this website. And I, to be honest, Cody, I literally have no idea what even instigated any sort of spark between you and I. But in sixth grade, you know how it is. Looking for a relationship. Yeah, we're really. Just even, kidding. I don't even know if we were friends before our relationship. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is like I have I no we memory were. of our relationship previously to that moment of you asking me out. Like I don't remember interacting with you. I don't remember speaking to you ever. I don't remember even like. Somehow I just found my way into your life. The thing is, the the sketch thing is, is that all of our friend group was kind of like dabbling with each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was like, oh, okay, you've dated her. On to the next one. Everyone's gonna be okay with it. Like, the fact that me and my friends all dated the same people for the first two years is just, We're weird. just experimenting. Just young yeah. kids experimenting. So how did our relationship end? Tell that story. Um, or wait, so how went, long How long was our relationship? It was almost two weeks, I think. Five years? Oh, okay. I, don't I was like, thinking in the order of years, but I my memory is like min- sca- I don't want to like underestimate the long amount of time that we were together, but right. I think it was two weeks. Right. And we would talk, Two of the best we, weeks of our Cody of our I, lives. Cody and I would talk on the phone <laughs> for like five fucking hours. And the crazy thing is... is what, like, what did we talk about? The, yeah, no, that's my point. Is the thing is, is like... What we say? You and I, we get, we get along. Like, you and I, I feel like, are the friends that can hang out for hours and yeah. say very little to each other. Yeah, just be in each other's presence. Yeah. And like feel comfortable. Like, I don't need to say much to Cody. So the fact that... When in a typical relationship, when you first meet, there's a lot of, oh, like, what's your favorite color? Oh my god, like, what's your favorite tree? <laughs> Oak, duh. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm sorry, but no one asked what's your favorite tree. That's not a thing. Honestly, I, I all I all I remember is that. Oh, Cody you like would oaks too? Me, all I know oh is my. Cody would ask me weird ass questions, and I would have to like think of something. Muster up an answer. But the fact that you and I would spend like I'm not even kidding a solid like five. Four to six hours on the phone. Yeah. It was like I remember a free, and we like didn't even live that far from each other. And then but, our relationship came to yeah. an abrupt halt at the aquarium when you won some stuffed animal, and then I got really yeah, jealous over it. It was a scavenger hunt, and I fucking killed that shit, and gotta bring home a stuffed animal. You know how it is, winning the game. I fucking won you knew You knew that I really stuff. wanted to win that, though, you know? I, I think, honestly, I think people were in, like, groups or pairs, and I just fucking veered off, and I didn't give a shit who I was with. I don't think, I, I think I was by myself the whole time on that trip, just zooming one location to the other, but everyone was like, let's do it together. We'll share the stuffed animal, and I was like, fuck that, like. That was it. I'm getting it for myself. I told and you I, I actually remember it. about that. I wanted story. it! I remember. <laughs> the truth. The truth is coming up. But I actually, I remember everyone that specific trip was um, buying the, oh my god, when you're in space, it's the space food. Yeah. Remember that? Oh wait, the, the, ice, the ice cream or the space food? Was it, it was, remember it was in that metallic bag? Oh, vaguely, it, yeah, vaguely. But yeah. it was like food, like it, when they're in space. Mm-hmm. And that's what everyone was spending their money on. Yeah, yeah. And I remember I was like, fuck that, give me that stuffed seal over there. I'll take that. Screw this danky little food. But anyways, you got that the seal, caused... but you left. You lost me. Yeah, but that ended... was it worth it. The end of causing a. <laughs> if you couldn't tell, the end of. Causing... Sorry, I feel like I'm being very aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> the end of being a really big strain in our relationship. Weirdly, and yeah. we ended up breaking up the next day because I was like, "Screw that! You're so emotional, like feminine pride, and you were not about it because I won, and you were like." You and your friends are you calling me a sexist? Yeah, you gotta be careful. (laughs) You gotta gotta watch what you say. Not a sexist, (laughs) but I just remember. But the thing was, is I didn't. Don't let your free speech be chilled. I know, right? But yeah, that's how. Um. Okay. That's how we fell in love. That's how we fell in love. Being on the seesaw in Colorado and just like bonding and totally. Opening up our hearts. Yeah. Well, for, yeah, for me, it was just one of those moments where I was viscerally aware of the fact that this was everything in my life. You know, sometimes you just like time just freezes for you and you become really self-aware of the fact that everything has led up to this moment. And this is the youngest that you've ever this is the oldest that you've ever been. It's the youngest that you're ever going to be, you know, and I was really having that experience when we're on the seesaw. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just quickly, another memory that sticks out to me is um, when we were traveling from Virginia to DC and we stopped at this lake. I think it was called Lake Anna, if yeah. I remember. It was in Virginia. Yeah. And <laughs> the water was just so hot. And then we went and had a good time at that lake. I mean, this was a situation and- where you were fucking taking advantage of your AC. Like, you knew, like, you knew that your car, when you drove outside, was your only safe haven for AC. Like, we knew <laughs> yeah. the second we got out of the car. It was, like, was hot. Th- it was going to be fucking hot. No, but I just, the memory that I want to hone in on is when we were sitting in the car right in the parking lot of the lake and we were just blasting Kendrick Lamar. 
and I was I showing you a video. What we listen to? Oh, I forget. No, no, no. Oh, no, it was Cartoons and no. Cereal. What? Cartoons and Cereal by K-Duck. Kung no, Fu you and I were, no, you and I rewatched um, on J. Cole. Not J. Cole. No, it was Kendrick Lamar. K-Duck, yeah, Kendrick. No, I thought we were watching um, the Acid Rap. Oh, yeah, and Chance the Rapper, Chance too. Chance the Rapper, yeah, that's the rapper. who we were listening to. That is yep. who we were listening to that made a big difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Chance the Rapper. Yes, yeah, so that memory rap. sticks out in my mind, too. Yeah. That was fun. All right, so let's uh, let's move on from the trip now. I feel like we've been talking yeah, about it for yeah, quite a while. Yeah, we've been we've been quite a while. Yeah. Is um, it still going? Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. it's still going. It's not moving though. It usually oh, it's just because it's not there. Look, it's fine. It's going. Um, so okay. yeah, no, so let's rewind a little, and before we get to what you've been up to like the past year and how your mm-hmm. life has just radically changed. Yeah, so just for it's the listeners. I'm sorry, but just for the listeners, I haven't we, we haven't even talked about this yet in the whole podcast. But if anyone has been with us through this whole journey and is still listening probably just mom hi mom hi crystal <laughs> i say that like every podcast um she watched them she listened to them oh i don't think even she does um but even she then who does uh, it just well makes i do like even she doesn't <laughs> listen to them just like wait what i'll listen to it back i'll, I'll give it a listen all the hundred hello future cody who's listening to this um no but yeah, no, I'm, just to quickly flag, you've had a child in the last year, and now you've got a new job as a teacher, which we'll get to. But let's first just talk about the summer where you and I visited your grandma a lot. So we talked about the summer where you and I would write poetry a lot. There was a different summer where you and I would also spend almost every day together where we would visit your grandmother, who was in the nursing home in Woodbury at the time. What year that was. I would say it had to have been 2013. That 2013, sounds... yeah. yeah. Well, that was... It was the summer when I met... I graduated high school in 2013. I know, but it was the summer I met Kellen. Okay. Remember? I feel like I was already in college. So do I. But to be honest, to give you anything, I think it... Whatever, you who gives a fuck? You and I would who visit her for two years. Yeah. So you you definitely came with me to visit my grandma in 2013, where she lived at a nursing home in Southbury, Connecticut. Could you also, I feel like you should also just say something about your mom, too, just to introduce this story. Oh, just to elaborate on my distorted... Yeah, just to, just to, like, just to add some context to it, you know? Um, because it matters, it matters. Your, the story about your mom matters. It, it matters if you're trying to understand me. Yeah. And like, if, and I don't know, what, I don't know what the goal you. of the podcast is. Like, if you're trying to understand me, then... Well, yeah, I just, it's definitely important to know that... My, I want people to understand the significance... Of, of you being with my grandma. Of me being with your grandma okay, and okay. you, That's your relationship with your grandma. Right, in, yeah. order, in order to understand that significance, they have to understand your mother. Yeah, And okay. that story. So, yeah. So, essentially, um, my mom passed away when I was uh, eight years old in 2003, I want to say. And... Um, it was uh, very, to, in terms of explaining it, it was, uh, I just, I did not know my mom was sick. I thought she had a cold, and months later, she's dead. And um, I got over it pretty quickly in terms of social expectations. Wait, 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 I'm sorry. You didn't know she was sick? I didn't comprehend it. Okay. Like well, I people were te- I people were telling you though, but you just didn't really no, understand what it meant. No, told me once. Okay. Because my dad was like, "Come with me," and I was eight years old, and he was like, "Sit down," 
and two doctors came over and they were just like we just want to explain to you the you know how sick your mom is and I was like okay and they're like you know she's very sick and, and you I just was, didn't really understand what like, it meant I was like yeah I know she's really sick like I thought it was just she had a cold or something Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, she has cancer, and she's going to die in four months. Mm. Or six months. When they, well, I don't really remember. Like, I, I know at the point that when my mom told me she had cancer, she died six months later. In terms of them sitting me down and telling me that, I want to say it was a month or a little bit more before, but I really didn't know. And so when they told me that, I actually straight up laughed in their face. Really? And I, I laughed. And my you, dad... It just didn't even process. my dad just, like, broke down. He broke down crying when that happened? I, I don't know if he was crying. I just... I didn't really look at him. Yeah. And that's, that's honestly the first time I think I've ever said that, like, publicly. Yeah, I've never heard that. You never told me that before. So... They did tell me she was sick, but, like, in my head, it was just she had a cold. So, when she died, um, a person who's actually been on your podcast, Taylor Savages, um, the night that my mom died, I actually had no idea, um, because I, if I look back now at what my mom looked like, you know, it was, like, very clear she was going to die, you know? Yeah. Like, if you, if you look back at it, it's, like, yeah, there was no way she was going to survive it. And, yeah, if I could and, just, so you look, it's worth noting, I think, that you looked a lot like your mom. I mean, your mom, when she was your age, there's this photo for the listeners that your dad drew, and your dad is a wonderful artist, that he drew of your mom and you juxtaposed to one another and he drew your mom at, at your age around now yeah. and you guys look so much like each other I mean you're mm-hmm. you're a spitting image of your mother yeah but it's relevant to the story that we're about to tell about your grandmother because your grandmother is your is your mother's mother we're talking mm-hmm. about your grandmother and your yeah. mother's side um, um, so, yeah. so this is like I do not want to get emotional on this. You can get emotional on the podcast. Uh, yeah. It's and fine. I'm, I don't mind being emotional in front of you. I just don't want to, like... No. Make it seem a lot bigger deal than it is. Anyways, I... Essentially, what I'm about to kind of go into, I didn't realize the severity of what I went through until I recently started seeing a therapist. Really? Because every time that I go to see a therapist, they're like... Oh, like, what about your mom? And they and they go in depth about my mom. And I know that my mom's death absolutely was a predecessor for everything else that followed in terms of the way I reacted to situations and the ways that I interpreted situations, therefore affected my reactions. And so I understand that my mom had a drastic impact on that, but... To me, the more important things, like my father and other figures, were what mattered the most. 
And so it's it's only recently that when I articulate my relationship specifically with my grandmother, have I realized how, although I don't regret it and I'm glad I was there for her to the extent I was, it was not healthy for me. My involvement with my grandmother. You don't think it was healthy for you? Mm-mm. Really? That surprises me. Why not? Well, that's why I just try to explain it. Which is the first time Cody's hearing this, but like... Yeah, this is the first time I'm hearing this. It's just... Well, I guess first, describe your relationship with your grandmother to the listeners. Like, just describe describe the, the summers that we spent and your relationship with your grandmother. Or I can prop it up if you want. I mean, essentially, let me, I'll say a few words. So, so essentially, um, there is a summer or two where, yeah, your grandmother was in a nursing home. She was very old um, and in Woodbury. And we would just go visit her. And Sorry, Southbury. And we would go visit her a couple times a week. And she she couldn't articulate that well at the time that I met her. The, well, I, she, I mean, she could. A little bit. I think you saw it at the, its worst points in terms of yeah, her yeah. ability to articulate what she was thinking or feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I met her very late in her life. And Haley and I, a couple of times a week, would go visit your grandmother at the nursing home and we would we'd we, we'd, t- we'd take her outside and we'd go to a sunny spot on the lawn and then Haley would play music that your grandmother liked on the iPhone and just let your grandmother bask in the sun outside the nursing home and that was one of the uh it seemed like she really enjoyed that you know and um and I think your grandmother really appreciated it you know, because I think your grandmother loved your mom, and I think your grandmother saw a lot of your mom in you. So I think you meant a lot to your grandmother. And, I mean, for me, it was a very uh, unique experience. You know, I had the experience of meeting a human being right at the end of their life. But it's also, like, it's crazy that when you started, like, Cody... I had only seen like certain sides of me. So It's okay, you can get emotional. I'm sorry. We don't have to we don't have to go that much into this if you don't want. No, we can edit this out. It's okay. No, I just I think that use in terms of the way I presented myself physically and emotionally in front of people seemed like everything was like okay yeah and like if i if i look back on it now i'm like yeah it wasn't and um one thing i've realized now is that so essentially my nana who cody knew like she got a heart attack she had a heart attack so my mom died in december in the following year, in uh, March, I believe, or May, I don't know, maybe I'm being, I, it was it was pretty close. My uh, grandmother had a full-blown heart attack, and she fell in my arms. And at that time, she was, like, well over 250 pounds. And there was something about me that just caught her, and I laid her down, and I just instinctually knew to call 911, and I communicated everything, and... 
Um, How old were you when this happened? I, I, I just turned nine. Okay. And it was very overwhelming. And I, I want to just, like, clarify, maybe I was ten. I don't know. Maybe years on the road, like, this might come by mass. Maybe I was ten, but either way, it was within a year or maybe a little bit after my mom dying. And my grandmother was just super stressed over my mom dying. And... Not getting into too much detail, essentially, as Cody said, like, I look a lot like my mom, and although that I am so blessed that I look even remotely as beautiful as she did, it's definitely had its downfalls in the sense that, um, you know, like, for a while, people, when my mom died, like, wouldn't speak to me, and it's not their fault, but they just... A lot of people were scared and sad to talk to me because I look so much like her. Yeah. And to see, like, a younger her and me and knowing that, like, I'm left alone with no one to look up to is, it freaked them out. Yeah. And I know that because I've spoken to them. And um, essentially, the whole point of this is that when Cody met my grandmother, my nana was my mother's mom, like, um, have I even told you about what she used to say about you? I don't, I don't think so, no. What did she used to say about me? That you're a fucking weirdo. Was she talking shit? (laughs) (laughs) No, I just, um, so, I guess the reason I brought up, like, the history of it was that, um, I, this is the whole part of me that, like, you know, I'm crying now, or I was crying, because it's just I've never had to explain this to someone that didn't have an educational background on these sort of emotions that would manifest from a certain situation. Like, if I'm talking to a therapist, like, they know, oh, her mom died and she had to do X, Y, and Z. All right, this is going to be associated with this. But if you're talking, they know the patterns. But yeah, but if you're not talking to someone that doesn't know it, it's like you have to explain every explicit detail. So, me talking to a therapist, being like, "Yeah, my mom essentially, like, she didn't pass away in front of me. She, actually, my dad. I feel like I don't know. We've never talked about it. I feel like he knew she was gonna die. I mean, my yeah. mom was at an extremely malnutrition Malnutrition. Yeah. Nutrition. Malnutrition. Malnutritionist state. Like she was very skinny and not healthy, and just clearly wasn't gonna live. But um, I absolutely adore my mom. Like she was fucking dope. From what I heard, like she was a fucking killer ass person, and um, that was the hardest part. Was like living up to that. You know, like when she died, she was one of those people that like you didn't stop talking about her. It wasn't just, you know what, like she did, you know, it's like, no, she made a fucking impact on me. Like she was there for me. Like she made me laugh. Like she did this. Like it was always, it wasn't just your mom was such a funny person. Like she always brightened up the room. It was like, no. Like, she made an impact She was like Oprah. Awesome. Like, everyone wanted to talk to her. Like, she was fucking funny. Yeah. 
you know, and I see it in the videos that my dad took. Like, if you were to think about it as a modern-day vlogger, my dad vlogged my whole life. And it's really where you see my mom and me and my brother and, and my dad is just behind the camera. Yeah. All the time. So my Nana, who is my mom's mom, she, without pressure, I would guess, um, not I guess, I know, but like she just willingly took over the figure of being a mother. Mm-hmm. naturally and she was just always there my dad did not like her and he tried to push her away but she fucking fought back I didn't know that yeah no my dad my dad hated her my dad hated her but, but, um, but she was always there for you yeah yeah I mean do you remember in 5th grade when we had to play those it was like a guitar that we decorated and we had to play those yeah, vaguely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. my Nana my nana was there for that. Yeah. But I had to roll her back because she needed to use one of the bathrooms and I had to help her wipe herself. Really? Yeah, I mean, if, if I could, just... In the relationship that I formed with your grandmother, it was a very... It was a very distinct experience for me as I began. I was because a, it was... I, I don't want to speak for Cody, but like... I, sh- I would rather guess, and then you can elaborate, but, like, from yeah. my perspective, like, Cody didn't know what he was getting himself into when I would, like, introduce him to my grandma. Like, I was very vague about it. You know, like, oh, we're going to visit my grandmother. Like, I, you know, like, it won't, it won't take that long. And then, like, that... And then you would meet her, and we would just spend, like, an hour there. Yeah. We would just spend an hour talking, playing music. But I, I've i just never met someone right at the end of their life before. That's why it was so... It, and she was such a great person, you know? So, I've, I've like met Cody someone... Cody and I would literally walk her to a church ground, like, where there was a church. It was the grounds of the church. Yeah. And we would sit there and, like... Cody and I would sometimes smoke weed or or just talk and she would just listen like she did not she literally didn't care what we were talking about she she was a kind person she just she just genuinely appreciated us like bringing her out in the sun she did like that's all she wanted. And she loved it. She appreciated you playing her favorite music from when she was young. And she could just bask in the sun. And honestly, that's why... I you went- were there... Look, look, you were there for her right at the end of the light of her life. When really no one was else was there for her. You were there for her. You know? At the, at the hardest time of her life, when she had nobody else, and when she was completely helpless, you were there for her. And she fucking appreciated that, you know? She loved you, Haley. Yeah, I know. And she was a good person. And honestly, like, as someone who has dealt with death, like, repeatedly, ending on good terms with someone, or having that sort of, um, what is it called? When you have, um... 
bond no, connection? When you, when you have a resolution with someone, when you've had closure. Right. Like, having closure with someone before they die, personally, is a lot harder than dealing with someone that you didn't even know. Like, didn't know that was going to die. Yeah. Like, my my grandmother's, my nana's death was a hell of a lot harder than my mom's. Because of my grandma, like, when she told me, I'm sick, like, I'm sorry, I love you, like, I, I, I want to keep fighting, and I always will, but, like, I f- she kept telling me, like, I feel like there's going to be a time where I, I can't fight anymore. So, I, I appreciate her, like, letting me know that she soon was to pass versus and I don't want to blame my mom I don't blame her but like but and also you were so much older too it's better yeah exactly it's better it's better to know yeah than to feel like you're in a in a game like you said you didn't even know when your mom told you you didn't even believe it you thought it was a cold I I didn't think it was a cold I just thought I I didn't think she was being serious yeah I didn't think it was a cold You've never said that, so I know you don't think I thought I was in a cult. You've never once said that to me. Wait, didn't you just say that? No, I said, like, I would rather, like, my grandma, her and I ended on such good terms, and that made it so hard because, like, she kept telling me, you know, I love you, I want to be there for you, you know, I, I'm, I'm fighting so hard, but I feel like nature is fighting against me, and she was like, I know I'm going to die yeah. soon. Yeah. Whereas with my mom... I didn't know she was going to die. Right. So there was that emptiness of me trying to find the answer versus the answer already being brought to me, therefore me having more closure. When you, when you don't know whether someone's been, whatever has happened to them versus, versus like an illness, like you, you just, you want to know. It's easier to deal with when you know mm-hmm. versus not knowing. Mm-hmm. No? Yeah. Yeah. I just think you saw a very vulnerable yet imperative moment in my grandmother's life. I uh, yeah, I did. That I don't think you that I know, not that I don't think. I know you did not anticipate. And that's why when you and I got in a big fight at the end of our road trip, like it fucked me up so much because I had shared so much with you. And that's and that's what that's what sucks about mentioning the negative or you know and not mentioning the positive enough because it's our relationship. It's hard to yep. really expose that. No. I mean, yeah, you know what? Much? Yeah, it, it was it was an intimate, deep connection that I shared with your grandma. And you know what? It was it was tough, man, because I like I've ne- again. I, I have to re- re-emphasize, I've never formed such a connection with a human being right at the end of their life. And, you know, like, I can't even imagine what you went through when your grandmother passed because of how connected you were with her. But, you know, I formed a, just a bond with her at the end of her life. And it, that was just a Yeah, like, very... she wanted me to marry Cody, like, so bad. Like, she was just like, you need to be with him. He is there for you. You two work so well together and... That's why it sucks. Like, it sucks so much to even reminisce or for me personally to, like, think about the past because that's just, like, not... That's just flat out not who I am anymore. 
And there's been several times which has been to a disadvantage for Cody where I thought that I've changed and I didn't. And when we both went off to college, I thought that I'd made this drastic personal change. And I remember visiting each other for the first time after college and yeah. like that wasn't the case. No, but you actually have now though. You've changed. You're more mature. And you that's have. why I'm saying I'm ready to talk about things that we I know. probably It's have good it. that we're talking about this now. I'm glad that we're talking about this on air right now. Because but there's times where, like, even when you and I have got... What was that? Sorry, that's my foot. Oh, my God. It sounds like airs. <laughs> but there's been times where, like, you and I have reminisced about our past and... Because this isn't the first time that you and I have, like, articulated about our oh, history. Yeah, no, we talked about but this. But it's, it's just... Now I feel more responsible for the, as I said before, for the way I've acted. And I feel more now prepared to encounter, like, what's to come and more responsible for what has already happened, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Because before, like... I mean, honestly, we're just... Both of us, I think, are just more mature than we've ever been. You know, and we're more stable than we've ever been. So now I'm we... beyond the point of my age. Yeah. No, I, you not, are. I, oh, sorry. Let me just clarify. I don't think that you're any less than me. <laughs> no, I mean... Hey. Cody intellectually is ten times me. So, me saying that, I just mean in terms of societal expectations... For sure. I've you're a mother. You're a mother. Beyond what I yeah. should be expecting at this age. No, I'm just a... I'm just a grad student in philosophy. It doesn't really have any responsibilities at all. Yeah, you have a, you have a responsibility. No you have a responsibility over another human life. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, look, just to go back to your grandmother, and we, we can uh, move on to other oh, topics. Oh yeah, we did want to get to a point with her, but yeah, so what but tell me. I just wanted to say that I really uh, formed a deep connection with your grandmother, and I thought she was a really great person, and I loved her for the brief time that I spent with her. And like if you I appreciate all the visits that we had when we visited her during the summer. And again, it was just a very, it's a strange experience for me. Like, I, sorry, I tried to even interrupt you. All I was trying no, to No, I feel say, like I'm being all, redundant. No, 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 I know, and I feel the same thing. But <laughs> all I'm trying to say is that if, if I, the, the important thing, honestly, is to explain in the, mo in the times that Cody met my grandmother. Like, let me just like articulate it for you. We would park our cars in a parking lot, and we would walk inside. As you walk inside, 90% of the time, you see two people, one on each side of you, that are absolutely incoherent and not able to physically move themselves in the chairs that they're in. And I would walk Cody in with that. I'd walk Cody in. He would stand by me. He would see that. I would sign in. I would tell him, hey, my grandmother is not like that. It's okay if she is, but, you know, she's not. And we would take the elevator upstairs. Most of the time, there would be these elderly people that would be, you know, sitting outside the elevator. They were not able to move into the elevator. They couldn't even move from the places they were at. And they would scream incoherent phrases towards you and I. <laughs> yeah, I remember. And then we would walk into the elevator... We would go to my um, grandmother's room, and there were a couple times where Cody even witnessed this woman who would just walk into any room and would just start a conversation with you. Oh, yeah. And Or there would be people that were 
that the nurses didn't feel like dealing with who would be outside my grandmother's room just screaming. Or it would be my grandmother's roommate just screaming herself. And my grandmother would always tell me she's trying to sing to me, but she's just yelling all day. Oh, yeah. I remember? remember? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Norma? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she would. But, yeah, your grandmother's just like, she's just trying to sing. Yeah. Yeah. And my grandmother hated it. And yeah, she did. I, if you think about what I There's just... There's your grandmother's If you roommate, think yeah. about the events that I just said, imagine dealing with that every time I ask Cody to come visit my grandmother. And even though we didn't go into depth about it, it's moments... It's moments like that that make me very emotional about our relationship. Because those specific moments of going through, you know, seeing the people you saw just leading up to merely seeing my grandmother, like, that's a lot to deal with. Like, that's seeing the paralyzed and mentally impaired people that you saw that were just stuck in the hallways and would reach out and try to touch us or talk to us. Like, that's a lot for someone to deal with. And the fact that, for me, you put up with it, no, I'm just being real. Yeah. Like, that's why all these little fights that we've gotten into, like, don't mean that much to me. Uh, I mean, from my end, I was happy. I'm sorry, but, like, we've never... We've never said this to each other. I know. I mean, from my end, I I was happy to do it, Haley, because... Uh, I cared about you and I cared about your grandmother and it was a good time for me. It wasn't a burden for me. I had a good time visiting your grandmother, honestly. And that's why it's like, it sucks when people are like, why are you two so friends? It's like, you saw me at an extremely vulnerable state. Yeah. Several times. Many times. So that's why it's like crazy, you know? And people are like, why are you two so friends? It's like, well, you know what? Like, yeah. And honestly, I'm glad we're talking about this since we opened up with all the negative stuff. You know? I, I mean, feel like, like I'm it, like in therapy and everyone's going to hear my therapy session, but whatever. If you learn something from it, then awesome. I'm very, very glad, honestly. And we so, back, oh, and we I back, was, and uh, we back. I was almost about to watch I'm like, her. acid made me crazy. And rap, Sorry, what? I, mean, I was about to go, I was literally about to be like, can I just wall twerk quickly? Can you get what, water? Wall twerk. Oh, wall, you want to wall twerk? <laughs> For the I, listeners? I was going to ask you before we start the podcast <laughs> if I can go wall twerk quickly. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, you have my yeah, permission no, you to wall twerk. No, you already started the podcast, so I'm over it. No, go ahead, go ahead. I'm we'll, over it. We'll just wait in silence as you wall twerk. <laughs> <laughs> You I know you guys can't. You hear a crash. <laughs> I know you guys can't see what's happening, but no, yeah, um, no, no, no. Uh, we, uh, anyone who wants to policy in our house, anyone who wants to wall twerk can wall twerk at any time. That's just it's kind a of a wall tweak. It's a wall tweak in house. A wall tweak in house. Come here, girls. No wall twerk. Many walls for you to twerk on. Excuse me, but do you guys have a wall I could potentially twerk on? Um, no, bitch. Get the fuck up. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just been a couple of hours since I've done it, and, uh, you know, in order to stay sane, I need to wall twerk. 
I'm sorry. Divide me wall. <laughs> Where's the wall? Um. <laughs> Build that wall. Build that wall. I'm sorry. Why don't things got political real quick? Things got political. Awkward transition. Very awkward transition, by the way. It made sense to us. It probably didn't make sense to you. Um. Oh yeah. So we're, we're just briefly. Yeah, we're moving the fuck on. We're moving from on our road trip. The past, yeah. The, the yeah, road trip. Fuck done. that stupid shit. I'm just kidding. Yeah. But so we had our emotional. It's, really, it's important, but at the end of the day, it really fucking isn't because yeah, who gives a fuck? We are two people that don't hold grudges, and mm-hmm. that's what fucks us up. You know what I mean? That's what. Yeah, exactly. Other people, it's because you and I don't. They're like, hold yo, grudges. you should hold a grudge. You should not like yeah, her. And I'm like, I'm like, fuck yeah. you, stupid. I'm just kidding. I'm like, yo, what up? Sorry, I didn't mean that. I really didn't mean that. Please, please, please. <laughs> the podcast is getting more belligerent as time goes on. The computer's like... <laughs> oh, fun fact. Haley and I were salsa par- partners when we were in fifth grade. Sasha. No, no, no. Salsa. Oh. Salsa. Oh, Sasha. Sasha. <laughs> yeah, well, we're in... Uh, oh, no, sorry. That wasn't fifth grade. When we were in ninth grade, Spanish together... There was a salsa dance that we had to do with our classes, and Haley and I were partners in this dance, and we killed it. Sasha. We killed that. Sasha. <laughs> I've never met him. Holy shit. Yeah, he's That's been on the so po- another person who's been on the podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sasha just got a job at Google. Shout out to my boy Sasha, who just got a job at Google. Okay. Sasha. <laughs> oh my God, can you send that to me? Uh, well, he's he's gonna hear it. No, it's just because he's really lucky that I gave him two seconds. Of that. Yeah, yeah, you're lucky. Sasha. You're lucky, Sasha. All right, Sasha. Let's. Um, do you want to fast forward to the present now? Maybe. Wait, where did we leave off? We just left off with your grandma. Yeah. Let's fast forward to the present. Um, I just want to emphasize that um, obviously we took a break, so therefore I was able to collect myself. But yeah, yeah, yeah. We, uh, we I, should mention that. Yeah, the, I was the emotional not, tone of this segment compared to the where the last one left off is pretty stark, and yeah, that's because just, we took like a started, ten minute break. I just started sprinting around his house, and yeah, she did like fifty <laughs> laps around the house. Just tired herself out. Got okay, all the emotion. Sir? Got all the emotion out of her. No, we're just kidding. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, we took a very emotional break. But very necessary. Yeah. Very necessary that we talked about that. Because it's so crazy. Like, you go through such dramatic things in your life. Because now, when I think back to it, it's very... We've never got that emotional This is, this is really... About that I don't. Topic. I'm not... I'm not... I don't know many words. So, for me to say that, when I think about the moment of You know Cody, Sorry. Wait, what is that called when you do that? Is it the whip? Whip? Yeah. Is it? Maybe. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Of course. Sorry. Okay. Praise Jesus. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. I know. I was, Fuck. I, I knew you were going to lose your I thought. I knew, God fucking damn it. dickhole. You fucking knew. I t- uh, oh, my God. And the podcast listeners know where they left off because they just listened to it, yeah, but we no. can't remember right now. Yeah, we now need to learn how but to edit. But our future selves will know. No, we're not editing it. It's all staying. No, this no, is, fuck. This whole I train wreck is going to be for the world. 
Him knowing my grandma. Yes. Very important. Yes. She loved him. Uh, at one point, she wanted me to date him, and I said, Jima, right. not right now. Like, <laughs> not meant to be. But, like, if I'm oh fucking 80 and crusty, and Cody is too, I can promise you then we shall reunite. But that is a long time oh, further. It, are we not talking to each other after this? Until we're I know, but you're just like my... You're my... This is the thing. Like, See you when I'm 80. <laughs> Sorry. What was that? <laughs> Ew, if you saw how he just said goodbye to me. It was dope. I did it really cool. Yeah. No, I've... Do you like that, though? <laughs> All right, we need to stay on track. We are getting very derailed. I'm whipping in his face. Like, yeah. Whip the whip. <laughs> Some girl in my class yeah. asked me, Miss mm-hmm. House, were there laptops when you were in high school? Whoa. Back during Cody, the war? I started, I grabbed out my, my bring-along shovel. I literally was like, you're... You're asking, I was like, Curie. Oh, wait, can you erase that? I shouldn't say her name. I mean, it doesn't matter. No, yeah. erase her Okay, fine. And she was like, Miss Ahouse, Miss like, well, I forgot what I said. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, <laughs> I'm loving you all the time. <laughs> <laughs> this is really getting good. No, you were saying how she, she didn't remember, or she was asking you whether you had laptops when you were in high school. That's what you said. Did you have? I'm sorry. Can we please leave this I, all in? This is gold. I know that that's where we left off, but I'm forgetting what my exact response was, like where I was going with that. Oh. Okay. Well, we'll just leave it there. That's it. Take it for what it is, folks. Some anyways, girl asked Haley a anyways, question. Anyways, this girl on my fucking basketball team that I'm supposedly coaching. <laughs> granted, I know nothing about basketball. <laughs> Come on, finish I the hate you. I can't finish a sentence. God damn it, around him. Anyways, today I tried to insert my intelligence about the sport, and I knew nothing. So I tried to tell them that you need to pass in front of yourselves, and that is something I know from a. Um, uh, a muscle memory thing, but I had no ideological background about what I was doing. So I know to extent that in basketball, when you're a defender, you put your arms out and your legs out like a sprawled eagle, like a big crab, and you just fucking block what you can. And that is my interpretation of being a defense on basketball. You squat low. Your butt should be low and you're Correct. crawling that's my crawling exact sound 100%. you know like you should be able if you're low you're moving you're moving you're moving you're moving you're moving she's got a she Haley's in a perfect defensive stance right now if you could see her yes i am so what that but i would still said? give you buckets <laughs> Remember when we would... This is so fucking weird for me to even think about, but remember when we would see each other, when our teams would play each other? I would see yeah. Cody. He... This fucking bitch, dude. He would act like he was too fucking cool for me. Like, you would literally ignore oh, me. Oh, yeah, Haley, right? At the last minute... Oh, yeah, minute, you're in my math like class. Like, he's about to Can go... Can you see in. you? 
Okay, so when um, I'm I, I'm kind of forgetting like the exact moments that Cody and I were technically dating. Right. But during the time that we were dating, Cody got in a really serious motor vehicle accident. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying is I don't know if we were together in terms of dating from FreeWebs. I think we were. The week before school started, during the first week of school, because I remember that we were definitely together over the summer in terms of... So that's why I feel like it's more than two weeks, because there was... I remember white water rafting with Ms. Butler, and you and I were together. Yeah. And I remember going to this aquarium, and you and I were together. So that happened... It was that summer that the accident happened. Yeah. Can and I just... you were calling... You called me, like, a thousand times, and, like... Yeah. That's, was, that's actually one thing you and I have never spoken about. That's true. Can I just explain so the accident So, I'm sorry. I apologize for my laughing and trying to remember, but... That is such, that is literally something that we've never spoken about, like, ever. Yeah, so when I was, I think, yeah, I guess it was between 6th grade and 7th grade during the summer at uh, the Sarah's house, who's a friend of ours. Who it's like, when we talk about this time that we dated in middle school, like, what we're about to talk about, like, happened during that time period. Yeah. Which seems very insignificant, but in terms of the situations that happened during that are, like, very long. They have long-term effects, no? I don't know. Yeah. So there's, the services were having a party during the summer, and we were all on four-wheelers. And I was on. I, I just I was riding a quad around their house. They have a very big property. And we were all wearing full gear. I had the full face mask on, all of the padding, and they had a pool with a metal fence around it. And I was going probably around 50 miles per hour or so. Yeah. And... I don't know what precisely happened, but I hit a rock and then I veered quickly at around 50 miles per hour into the metal fence and I like hit it. Like that was like the, the metal fence that was the border for the pool. For the pool, right. Yeah. And I hit it dead on. And yo, that split. Like it was, Cody, like you, you call, yeah, I was one of the first people you called. Like you were freaking the fuck out. Like you had to go to the hospital. Yeah. So yeah, the split second right before it happened when I knew that I was going to get into an accident and I couldn't do anything about it, that was one of the most terrifying split seconds of my life because it was just a moment of utter helplessness where I knew that whatever was going to happen was about to happen and I couldn't do anything about it. And then I hit the metal fence dead on and half of my lip, half of my upper lip got completely cut off and I got a pretty, a bunch of different scars on my face. Some of my skull was showing right after the accident. And I remember picking my lip up off the ground right after I'd gotten into the accident. And I was quickly rushed off to the hospital and they had sewed the half of my upper lip back onto my face. And the couple, I mean, the couple years following the accident, my face was just completely inflated, completely puffed up. So whenever I'd have a conversation with someone like the year following the accident, that would always be the first question that would arise in the conversation. Like, oh, what did you do to your face? And to this day, half of my upper lip, you know, I still have a scar on my upper lip. If people are listening to this and they've never met me and half of my upper lip, it's it's faded a lot. It's absolutely gotten so much better. Yeah. Yeah. A ton better. But some of my, my, half of my upper lip is still a little bigger than the other half. 
he loves, but, and he loves to suck on it. Yeah, it tastes so good. <laughs> he loves a lip sucker. But yeah, but yeah, so <laughs> this accident, and it, it was, yo, he said, I mean, like, I was wearing full gear. He said, if you weren't wearing that face mask, that shit would have killed you. Like, for this sure. Is, it, this was such a situation where, when, the way that, because Cody and I had been talking at this point, and the way he related to me was as if, he had gone in a like uh, a race car accident. I mean, and I'm and I don't mean that as if you over dramatized it, but like you had to go through a shit ton of crap after that. Like you had stitches on your lip. Like your lip was numb for a mad long time, was it not? Like you, yeah. you. I mean, it still his is. Lip, honestly, his lip was so sensitive that like he would always like be aware of it. And it was always an insecurity, but I remember you being, like, annoyed that you knew it was what it was. Like, if, if you get your wisdom teeth pulled or you have a tonsillitis, like, where you get your tonsils removed, like, you don't feel it. But when you know that it's, I don't know, you knew, I don't know, I'm not wearing that right. Yeah, yeah. But, like, you were aware that you felt like your lip was bigger. Even though no one else really realized it. Like, it was definitely insecurity for you early on. Yeah. When it never really was, like, needed to be an insecurity. Because no one ever acknowledged it. I remember on the car... But it wasn't insecurity for you. Like, I remember that when that happened. Because yeah. you called me. And you were showing me pictures. Because if you look at your old-ass Facebook, I don't even know it exists, but... Yeah, I've been trying to find that videos, picture. There's old videos. There's old photos of you, like, with it. And... You were so worried about it, but it's just like now, I don't know, like it was so severe. It was, there was nothing to ever be ashamed of, but I feel like you were I remember definitely on, worried in the beginning. For sure. I remember in the car on the way to the hospital, one thing that I kept repeating was, am I going to ever be good looking again? Again, assuming that I was good looking beforehand, yeah, which is itself want. controversial. Yeah, but you want. <laughs> but you yeah, weren't. Yeah, but, yeah, wait, yeah. Cody, you've always been ugly. What are you talking about, I'm just buddy? Kidding. I'm literally. I'm just <laughs> fucking joking. So. Yeah, but I, yeah, that was a concern. And yeah, that's what everyone said. They're like, "Oh, honey, you've never been good looking. It's fine." <laughs> that's not true. But yeah, that was crazy. But yeah, we were good. That was we were still going out at that time, and I remember I was like, "Yeah, you were on my mind," and I was I texted you immediately because I'm like, "Yo, babe." Got in a dope car accident. <laughs> but, yeah, that was crazy. That was crazy. That's weird. All right, I think we'll end it there. That's all the time we have. Thanks for coming on the pod, Hizzy. Hizzy house. Thank you. It was a blast and a glass.